For much of written history, world events followed charted routes. Oracles and seers mapped out the future in the stars above, and their prophecies always gave a reliable view of the ages to come. Until a god died a century ago. No one saw that coming, and now the old prophecies are failing. Oracles go mad and seers desperately try to account for the loss of the future. While some cry out that the world is at an end, they've been doing so for a hundred years now, and the world is still here. It's just unclear where things are going. The future of Galarian is open, ready to receive the triumphs and failures of a new generation of heroes. Welcome to Rise of the Rune Lords. We left off mid-fight at the top of the order with Fen Warren. Yeah. So, Fen. Now I'm going to do the thing I was going to do last week. Yeah? Before we stopped. Now would be a good time. Yes, it would be, because I don't have any other tricks up my sleeve. What you doing? I'm, I'm using my arcane bond to cast Dispel Magic on Barl. Ooh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Saucy. What is the range on a Dispel? Uh, medium. So he's within range. Yes. Get him. I'm going to get him. Because if you don't get him, we're going to have to throw the halfling. That's also a good decision. You're going to have to toss me. That sounds tempting. All right. Cast a level check. Yep. 34. Oh, shit. What is it you need? It's something plus... DC 11 plus spell level. 11 plus spell level. Uh, Spell level or cast level? Let me double check. It can't be that easy. Oh, the, no, sorry. The DC 11 plus the spell caster's level. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds borrows, more accurate. Borrows the uh, cast yeah. level, yeah. Yeah. Do I need to do a spellcraft check? Nope. Okay. Because you're targeting his fly. Yeah. Oh. I'm guessing that's probably not going to fail, though. Well, here's hoping. Oh, the flight, the flight tag went away. Gravity has reasserted itself. Oh. Oh. He takes 12 points of gravity poisoning as he falls to the ground. Get back down here. <laughs> Looks like giants back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that would be my turn. Good turn. Best turn ever. <laughs> well, my plan is to shoot my bow and arrow at the bad guy closest to me. Can't remember his name. <laughs> I think if you're suffering the same problem that most of us, Barl is the only one we can see because he's not invisible. 
but I think he'll get a little bit of an AC boost because he's prone right now for you. Correct. Yeah, all right. That's true. Which I don't think is going to be a problem for you, really. <laughs> is it minus four on hitting? It's plus four versus ranged, minus four versus melee. Ah. I think. Yeah, Barl is the closest one to you at the moment. You also don't have a giant dinosaur between you and your target, targeting Barl. Yes. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> and you've also got favored enemy, which the macro won't take into account. Yeah. Yeah, plus four. Yeah. So plus which four will make up for the uh, minuses of him being prone. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't think it was really going to be much of a problem for you. <laughs> I mean, everybody, all four of you are on initiative 16. So, I mean, technically, you could probably try to wait until after he stands back up to shoot him. But <laughs> Is that what you want to do? Yeah, please. I'm getting gray hairs. Okay. We will move you down in the initiative tracker as you wait for Burl to stand. Lucretia is next, then. She will... Release her transformation to human form. Uh-oh. And reveal that she, too, has that snake-like tail that Zanisha had. Yep. Ew. There's the family resemblance. Is she also still invisible? Uh, no, she she is explicitly not invisible. Uh, she's also outlined in Glitterdust, but she cast a spell that targeted Dalmere as a hostile effect. <laughs> she, that it was not broken. an attack rule. She's still invisible. Was it a spell that required a saving throw? Unless it's something that explicitly keeps you invisible, like improved invisibility. If it's just based off standard invisibility, it breaks it. This is why I don't do magic. I let you guys do it. For the purposes of this spell, an attack includes any spell targeting a foe or whose area or effect includes a foe. Exactly who is a foe depends on the invisible character's perceptions. Yeah, she's still invisible. She is. Okay. That's interesting. And she's got at will improved invisibility or... Huh. Okay. Really? Why doesn't she have this? You can't always get what you want. There's enough for her to move over to here. Uh, but it will provoke an attack of opportunity from Dalmir with a 50% mischance. Neither comes close to hitting. Sorry, I clicked okay. the wrong thing. It did the full attack. Yeah. Murata. Uh, reflex save from our buddy here. And and that counter ticks down one. Did we already wax the uh, the guy that's between me and birds? Not yet. That's not enough, so he takes another two strength damage. Okay. So he's at six total strength damage? No, no. ten. No. Ten. Ten, yeah. 
Uh, Morana's gonna five foot step here. And now let's have him make a will save. The stone giant or borrow? Stone giant. Uh, that's not enough. So. For the next nine rounds, minus two to saving throws. Okay. Awesome. Uh, walks with birds. This is targeting you. The fortitude. I'm assuming this is from Barl. Yes. Barl stands up and casts a spell at the dinosaur. Which he's trying to make you go extinct, bro. <laughs> Here. No. Denied. Not at all. Okay. You are not blinded. Well done. Now we're back to Uruk. Yes. I'm planning on moving in somewhere between a walk with birds and from warring. And then You're not shooting at Barl then. Was it him I sh- tried shot at last time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we go for it. If you want to do all your attacks, you can only move a five-foot step. Oh. All right. I forgot. Or you can shoot the snake behind you. Either way. <laughs> but Bane. Yeah, that seems like a good thing. Yeah. I do. I should paint. All right. Yes. Roll, roll that attack macro that you got set up now. Ooh. Okay. So that causes all of them dead. So three arrows strike true. 66 points of damage. Really good. Now that's a turn. <laughs> Whoa. He's dead? Uh, yes. Barl falls to the ground dead. Yes. Three arrows stuck right in his neck. Nice tight grouping. Nice. Oh, right near the jugular. At least one of them hit it. I wonder if Lucretia will cry. <laughs> he got grounded and shot. Oh, man. Okay. Barmy. Well, since the big thing is down, it looks like the one that's next to me is going to have to have a bad day. I'm going to five foot as part of a full attack to to flank and fainting flurry on this giant that's now between me and the dinosaur. Do you need to faint with the flank? Because faint gives you the flat foot and uh, flanking gives you the flat foot. No, they both fainting gives you sneak attack because no. it's explicitly thing. Fainting removes his dex to AC if he has any. If you succeed, but he's he's uh, now flanking, also grappled. There is no dex to deal with. That was my point. Like in this situation, the, oh, the he's faint grappled isn't as well. Really necessary. Yeah. Yeah, in which case... Yeah, because Walks with Birds has bit him and has got him in a grapple right now where he's still holding on to the oh, bite yeah. from last turn. Yeah, Bami, you don't right, need to fight. I you will really just, don't. I will just unleash fury of tininess. 
All right. Uh, you do more than two hit points worth of damage, yes? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all he had left. Uh, <laughs> overkill. Yeah, so you just start punching meat. Well, damn. If I had an already five foot, I would move after that. But that's fine. I'm just going to break you it didn't, back. No, you didn't need the flank. Is it so. just me, or is that just a pile of minced meat now? It, yeah, it's well tenderized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy to digest for walks, maybe? <laughs> walks with birds, it's your turn. I'm going vegan now. I am a dinosaur. Does this giant become a meal? Uh, you are aware he's gone limp at the very least. Yes. Look behind you, birds. <laughs> so appraising my surroundings, giant in front of me is dead. Giant to my left is dead. Yeah. You see sparkles over here next to Marcus. Sparkles, huh? Sparkles are a lot bigger. Yeah, it, it vaguely outlines the shape of, like, Lucretia. Or, uh, well, it is Lucretia, but it, it outlines similar to what Zanisha was, this snake-like lady figure. Okay. And I'm not entirely confident if I hit it. It's a guaranteed hit. There, right? Correct, because she still is invisible at the moment. The... Glitter Dust gives you a 50% mischance to hit her. It just lets you target the correct square. So you've got a good chance to hit her, but not a definite. Okay. I'm going to turn about. Um, and move to there. And cast uh, Fairy Fire with a roar. Can you cast while in your wild shape? Do you have yes, that ability that lets you? Okay. Yes, I do. So, does she have spell resistance? Yes. Okay. That beats her spell resistance. Okay. Do you want the full text of the spell? There's no save for fairy fire, is there? No, there's not. Okay. Yep. Yeah, she's fully outlined now. No mischance anymore. Yeah. Outlined creatures do not benefit from the concealment normally provided for by darkness. Though a second level or higher magical darkness effect functions normally. Blur, displacement, invisibility, or similar effects. Yep. That's the end of your turn. It is. All right, Marcus, it's up to you now. Right. Okay, just thinking this through out loud. If she's anything like Zanisha, well, she's going to have decent reflex saves. So there is very little benefit in me doing any of that. So... Does she appear to be holding a weapon of any sort? Not at the moment. Okay. In which case, I might as well do... Okay, no, that's not worth doing either. That... 
doesn't get anywhere near what we need. Okay. A five foot step back. And... Ready in action in case she summons anything. Okay. And then Dalmir can come in and keep attacking her. Mm. Ah, no. no. Alright. That's my turn. Finn. Yep. Gonna have five step over here. And cast resistance on walks and parts. So, plus one on all saves. The cantrip resistance? Yeah, it sounds like it if it's plus one on saves. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, that doesn't do anything. I have a cloak of resistance as well. Oh, okay. I know you can't see it right now. It's a little, uh, you know, yeah. tricksy. <laughs> Scaly. Yeah. Yeah. Now not I'm picturing a dinosaur with a Superman cape. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Rawr! <laughs> and magic was cast. <laughs> what is happening? Oh my god, it's Super Saurus. <laughs> let's see then. Okay, let's just do a normal wand of magic missile then, because I'm completely out of stuff. All right. Pew. Four points of damage to her. Yeah. Just enough to piss her off. Uh, first damage she's taken so far. Okay. First blood. Mm-hmm. Target number one acquired. <laughs> and it's her turn. Let's see here. Dolmir's kind of annoying to her. <gasps> so... Third attack will hit, but not confirm. Dealing 12 points of damage and one point of wisdom drain on Dalmir. Okay. Um, this doesn't count as anything other than just a keen dagger, does it? Doesn't have any other weirdness. No, it's a plus one keen dagger. That's all. She is no longer invisible. She is still sparkly. And soon, dinosaur food. Why does an image of a snake-like, glittery Kardashian pop up in my head? Marana. All right, spell resistance is just d20 plus caster level, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I need her to make a fortitude save as Marana reaches into her cloak, pulls out a little uh, marionette made of bones. That's not enough. So let's see, that's 3d6 plus 1d6 per two. So she takes 26 points of damage and uh, five foot movement. Let's just slam her up against that wall next to her. I don't know if it'll do anything, but hey, why not? Another four points of blunt force damage. All right, everybody sees her kind of 
They see Marana start moving around this little bone marionette, and then all of a sudden the Crestia's like joints start jerking in the same movements as the marionette, and she suddenly slams sideways into the wall for a second. Rest of actions go to economy. I'm done. Okay. Eric. I turn around and take aim at the largest part of her body and shoot with my giant bane bow. Okay. Uh, she's not actually a giant, so giant bane's not going to add any damage. And uh, she, I don't believe, is your favored enemy of a giant or what was the other selected favored enemy? Humanoid giant, monstrous humanoid outsider. Okay, yeah. She is a monstrous humanoid. Monstrous humanoid would apply then? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so what's your bonus for monstrous humanoid? Monstrous humanoid is plus four. <laughs> okay. Damn. Can I still use the giant bane? You can, it's just, it's not gonna apply the giant bane bonus. The, the damage won't be right because I didn't consider this. <laughs> but of it firing at non giants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not shooting <laughs> giants. giants. We were only gonna fight against giant now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just roll it. We'll we'll figure it out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the first arrow will be the only one that actually hits. Okay, so that was Yurik took three shots, hit one, the other two uh, bounced off her armor. Barmy. Well, she's quite far away from me, so this is going to be a little awkward. I'm going to attempt a running jump to try and get across this other ledge, which is just going to be my acrobatics, uh, which shouldn't be hard for me. Uh, not gonna look. Yep. <laughs> Rolling that one. Uh, no, I think I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, and then what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna attempt to actually, because I know I can't get to her, I'm gonna throw my mug at her. <laughs> Your most valuable, precious object? If I'm dead, nothing's valuable. Alright, she is just in range at your farthest increment for throwing. Cool. So you're at a neg 10 to toss this. A negative 10. All right. Wow. Well, <laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, roll to confirm the crit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Again, with a neg 10, but... Oh um, hmm. So, <laughs> that's the thing. This was destined to be... I rolled two crits in a row with a mug. I am changing my character. I'm kidding. Uh, well, the crit isn't an actual crit chance on the second one, so we've got to... I, I know, I know. Uh, minus 10 to that. Enough to hit. Uh, that does confirm. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> my God. It's basically the most damage I can do with it. Because, yep. 
I crit for a whole 10 damage. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Still, uh, Hail Mary Chuck of a Beer Stein. That's not bad. Bonk. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to be able to get to her any other way. <laughs> She's definitely uh, startled by that a little. Unexpected. Uh, walks with words. He will casually walk up to her and in dinosaur form tell her in common you don't need to die here submit and that's it ooh how are you speaking in common while in dinosaur form wild speech that lets you speak known languages and not just cast mm-hmm. yeah. when using wild shape to take a form in which you cannot speak such as an animal you are able to speak normally in any language you know. Nice. I always thought you had to have rings of eloquence for that. Nope. So a huge dinosaur towering over her is telling her to stop resisting. All right. Is that all you're doing? Yep. Give her a chance to comply. All right. Marcus. Um... Delayed to see how she responds to that. Same with Delmir. You, you telling Delmir to stand down? Get Delmir to hold. Okay. Finn. Yep. Not much to do, but keep at it. So you're just the normal wand of magic missile again. Okay. Completely spent. Another four. Okay. That, that's the warning shot right there. Surrender or magic missile you to death. Yeah, I'm just uh, standing by, you know, nagging her with that little magic missile. Now and then. Five foot up to the big dino. Look up at you innocently. And then step, step, step. Only the first one hits. Okay. Oh, she's a prison shank. <laughs> Uh, one point of wisdom drain and 11 points of damage. Yep. Marcus, you were holding, so you're coming off of hold now. Yeah. Fly over here and bless and he's shot down me to attack again. Yep. Who was included in that bless? Uh, everyone. 50 foot emanation from me plus one morale bonus to attack Dumb it. well no he's not having much luck no doesn't make him less annoying though Marana it's time for another caster level check you're good. All right. Marana waggles the bone puppet furiously again. So forward save. Not doing well with those, am I? Yeah, no, that's still not enough. Have 22 and slam against the wall again. 27. Okay. Rest of my actions go to needy children and night all. I'm good. 
these children in Nidal? <laughs> <laughs> they need it. Uh, <laughs> you're right. you. Your turn. Yeah, and then I take aim at her again. There's a big dinosaur in your way now. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, something. you might need to move. <laughs> I suggest a five-foot step. Yeah, at which point she can then shoot from there to that square and have clear shot, basically. Yeah. Do I count as improved cover? No, not improved, but... Okay. I've just moved and I took a pot shot at her. Okay. And remember, I have plus four. No, that is now... Four monsters, you... If you look at active buffs... <gasps> this is some of what I'm doing right now. Um, so that, unfortunately, those rolls all include the sheep buffs, which includes bless and enemy. Sorry. Which means they all miss. Damn. So very close. Why is she so harder to hit than a giant? Because she's something different. <laughs> you don't hate her as much. That's part of it. I don't like snakes. All the things you hated are actually dead. Well, now, all <laughs> the things the weapon's especially good at, she still hates it. Yeah. Uh, Barmy. Uh, I'm going to be attempting my first move to try and faint her. So there's that, and that probably didn't work. And then my other move is going to attempt to do a, a running jump across this ridge. Which, I think that's still good. Uh, for It just gives you enough to clear that, that gap. That's fine. But I'm there. Hi. <laughs> And, well, that's all I got, really. I guess the free action I can pick up my mug, or is that a move action? Uh, that would be a move action. Noted for next turn. Got it. <laughs> that's me. All right. Uh, you are lucky she does not have reach. Does she not? No. Huh. She has humanoid reach, even though she is a large-sized creature. I was actually kind of counting on it. <laughs> walks with birds. Walks with birds looks a little sad. But it is what it is. Though, you will attack. Sad, I know. The first claw is the only one that hits. That is 13 damage. Now that definitely looks a lot cleaner than the last time we did that macro. I like it. <laughs> Finn. Yep. Another swish flick pew. Yeah, basically. But I'm going to move first. Let's go over there. And a swish flick. Ouch. 
Two more points of damage. Mm-hmm. Damage is damage. Her turn. Uh, she's going to stab the dino again. Because it is literally the largest threat here. Uh, none of those hit. Okay. Oh, I was trying to use my reaction to interfere with her to get a plus five on a faint for next turn. I think you can still do that, can't you? I was trying to get it in there before I rolled to not seem metagamey. <laughs> Marcus. 18 versus touch AC. Has Marcus cast Rare Frost? Uh, I'm going to need the spell resistance check. Oh, right. Yeah. That's probably not enough. It is not. The Rare Frost hits her and doesn't do anything as it's cancelled out as soon as it comes in contact. Uh, Dalmer. Actually lands the bite. Because flanking, I'm assuming? Even without flanking, lands the bite. Oh, nice. 30... Can't be tripped. Cost snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Dalmir actually bit her and actually did damage, so... That's a win. Yeah. Marana. Alright, last time in the tank, and then I'm down to, like, level one in cantrips. Yep, you're good. Fort save. Spell resistance means nothing. Holy shit. Fail this fort save. How dare you. Thank you. Failed. And slam against the wall for good measure. Another 33 points of damage. Morano leans against the wall with a shrug going, well, I got nothing. <laughs> Neither does she. As you slam her against the wall, she goes limp against it and just slides down as you release the spell. Morana just kind of spins the bone marionette around her fingers and slams it back into her cloak like she's holstering a revolver. <laughs> Combat is over. And with that, I will pick up my mug, shake it out, and pour glass. Because, <laughs> man, whoo, that was a scary fight for a second there. Can I nudge her with... Uh my my snoot and sniff and try to use that as an adequate artifice to do a heal check to see if she's still alive. So you're just doing a heal check. You're not actually casting any healing on her. Correct. We're trying to heal her. You're just checking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Heal check away. Uh, yeah, she is definitely bleeding out. And if not rescued will die. I'll cast Stabilize. Interesting. Then repeat the process for the other two. She is stable at neg 11. You might want to bind her. I got plenty of rope for that. The stone giant is definitely dead. Yeah, I didn't stop hitting him once he fell down. No, no you sorry. did not. <laughs> not. Not sorry. <laughs> that was payback 
for what happened in the hall. <laughs> they didn't stop piling on top of me when I fell down, and I didn't <laughs> stop punching it on when he fell down. Uh, and Barl is definitely dead. He is bled out from those three neck arrows near the jugular. I'm thinking of walking up to him and see what he's got. Uh, what kind of role would you want me to do to actually tie up this snake lady? I imagine I'm going to be trying to tie some of her to herself. It's weird, because snake. I think we need to talk to Barl. What do you guys think? I don't particularly see the point. He seems quite dead. You don't think he has information we need? Isn't he? I don't think he would share it. You mean there might be something on his body? Considering the lies he threw in an apparent attract attempt to distract us, I don't think we'll get anything useful from him. And his seeming lack of any kind of caring about the people and other things he would be destroying with the flood. He really did not care and was just stalling us when we were talking to him. True. I just want to be sure we're not missing anything. So I'll rummage through him. Uh, We might be able to get more information out of Snake Lady. And what are you going to do with her? Nail her head to a board like an eel? Well, I'm not going to ask her questions. I'm just going to tie her up. I'll leave the talking to the nice people. And I was wondering, what did you want me to roll to try and tie her up? It doesn't take a roll. Okay. Just time. Got it. Yep. Uh, D&D required rolls to tie people up. Pathfinder does not. Just the need of a rope. Yeah, basically... Kind of along the lines of that knot that I'm showing there, uh, Tohich. Uh, so basically, her she's tied up by the rope and by her tail, like almost like she's folded in half, so to speak, so that she can't slither away while while tied up. Marana's going to move up here and see if she can hear anything down these apparent corridors. Never mind, she's deaf. <laughs> I'll give you an assist. Uh, Fen sees the scroll that Lucretia had and wanted to take a look at it. After tying her up, I'll sit down basically on top of her and just wait for everyone to figure out what the hell's going on here because Barmy does not know um, and he's not going to mess something else up. <laughs> Okay, so Lucretia's gear, what she had on her was a Wand of Scorching Ray, uh, plus one Keen Dagger, a Masterwork Dagger. Uh, She's got a magical tattoo of a Sahedron on her chest. She's wearing a Sahedron medallion. She's got a golden pearl ring and a silver necklace. And then she's got a scroll that Finn Warren has unrolled and is looking at. Barl had a Wand of Innervation... Masterwork Earthbreaker, a headband of vast intelligence, a Sahedrin medallion, uh, 
650 gold worth of Black Sonic gems, a spell book containing all prepared spells, plus all necromancy spells of first to fourth level. Finwarren, as you're unrolling this scroll to read it, yep, I am scrolling to where it is written about. You're scrolling the scroll. Mm, very much so. She carries a single scroll in a small scroll tube, which, as you unroll it and begin reading it, lists every citizen of Turtleback Ferry who received a Sahedron tattoo from her as a favorite customer of Paradise. Gavin's name is on the list with a circle around it. Uh-huh. The list itself bears only this intriguing header. Those who have agreed to grant their greed to the master's need. Okay. That's interesting. So, uh... W- w- was she a, a part of Paradise? She was the one who ran it. We knew that. She ran it, yeah. Yeah. So maybe working for a rune lord, getting people... God, what the hell? Rune lords are dead and gone. 10,000 years. But someone certainly using whatever magic they used. Marana, give me another perception check as you're searching these nooks and crannies up here to make sure there's no surprises for you. Alright, Marana, behind the throne, as you're moving around and stuff, you catch a glimpse of something glittering back there. Just for a second, then you like move your head back and forth a little to confirm that you did see it, and yeah, it's, there's something back behind that throne. I'm guessing I can't fit through there. You can. It's a tight squeeze, but you can. You know, let's do this the smarter way. She's going to activate her fly hex and go over the top into that open area. She's not going to risk getting stuck. Sure. I need to copy and paste a spell list real quick. Ooh, saucy. Marcus or Marana, can either of you speak with the dead? In theory, but not something I prepared for today. Nor I. Plus, she mean Baal? He'd likely resist. And he doesn't have to give straight answers, so... Okay. Heaped haphazardly behind this throne, as if kind of just tossed over his shoulder. The bulk of this stash of treasure is worth 9,200 gold, consisting of various weapons, art objects, gems, trade goods, and other treasures weighing just over 300 pounds in all. Mixed in with this treasure are a few magic items. These include 32 plus one arrows, 12 plus one giant bane arrows, a suit of plus two light fortification studded leather, a plus one longsword, a plus one composite longbow, a belt of incredible dexterity, plus two. 
a cloak of elven kind, and a pair of boots of the Winterlands. And it was 9,200. That's quite a haul. Yes. Well, if he didn't already have a composite longbow. <laughs> she does. She's got... She definitely does. And some more nice arrows. Yeah, Marana will start bringing all of that stuff out in front of the throne. Wow. Well, he was sure hiding something. Yeah. Can I please have the Bane arrows? Uh, you can. They won't stack with your bow. They duplicate the same enchantment, so... Mm. Well, if anything, it's still good for us to hold on to the arrows, just in case you may end up using a different bow by chance. Or someone else yeah. uses the uh, arrows against the giant. Oh, we sell them. There's that, too. And anything that we can't use immediately. I'll hold on to them. For now. What are these rolls? Seize rolls, squints. <laughs> the other uh, stone giant, besides having just a normal great club, in his belt pouch you find three gemstones two worth a hundred gold and one worth five hundred gold. Are you doing treasure rolls? Yes. I did. I am so proud of you! For the first time ever oh in this game, God. I did a treasure roll. <laughs> I was getting nervous. <gasps> because the book says that he has the treasure on him. <laughs> okay. It may they, never happen again. They grew up so fast. <laughs> do you feel dirty? I do. <laughs> <laughs> he says very proudly. <laughs> so are those things to the north just alcoves and not, like, hallways? Correct. Oh. Uh, we, we will go ahead and illuminate it so you can see them a little better. Oh, uh, Furtive had a couple actions happen while everyone was digging through loots. Alright, so you have reduced your size back down to normal and have also become illuminated. Yes. I am the Illuminati. Okay. You now emit light. Thank you. Marmy's just been hanging out, sitting on top of Snake Lady. Boy, all hunted. It's dark over there, and he's relaxing. Is the storm still at its increased volume? Uh, it is. Nothing has changed with that. We don't have much time. I'm not sure where else. We will have to check those other hallways. Well, what what's causing the storm obviously wasn't him. Um, now we got to figure out how to stop it. Maybe she knows. He's a necromancer. So... Maybe he wasn't the one doing it? Yeah. So you're saying that he controls someone? 
We knew there were likely hags here that were doing the weather. He was waiting for something. We just haven't found them yet. Oh. Do we want to find them? We need to. If we don't find them and stop them, they will probably continue. Well, we're at the top of the mountain now, right? So we only have one direction to go. Or am I wrong? I'm not good at geography. There were the other hallways in that other in the chamber. But if we end up in another fight, I have almost nothing left. I have very little offensive spells for her today. I have a few bits and pieces I can do. But mostly I've got various enhancement spells. I still have plenty of those if people need them. Well, um, it seems like we've taken out the leader. Everybody else couldn't possibly be worse, right? Don't, don't say that. No, don't. A group of hags could be very difficult to deal with. Especially with not many spells at our disposal. Well, maybe if they know that they're free now. Can I come up with a... with an educated guess on how much longer that dam can withhold? Uh, knowledge engineering. Alright, I don't have that. I'll confer with someone who does. Not trained. Nope. <laughs> I'm assuming this would be a case where it would need to be above a DC 10. Yes. To get a correct answer. Yeah, probably to get an idea of how soon we have to stop the rain before the rain that flows towards the dam stops before the dam breaks. It's, it's a threefold calculation. Yeah, that's engineering for sure. <laughs> I only went to college for a little bit, and it was for architecture, so... <laughs> but Barbie didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I got nothing. Morana? Hmm? Could, could you do that magic thing that made us end up in this cave? Like, we fly away from the cave, we gear up and come back... Is that an option? Do you mean teleporting? Yeah, I think that what I... I've never done that before. I did save a teleportation spell to get us out of here when we were done. So if it comes down to us needing to leave and come back, we can potentially do that, uh, given that we have the time. With the increase in the storm... I don't know how much time we actually have. I, I thought that using teleporting could save time for us. But if you only have one left to take us out of here... It saves travel time. I would have more tomorrow. We may not have till tomorrow, right? It doesn't give us more time to evade the laws of reality the storms increase that means more water which means the flooding will get faster and if this is some kind of 
ritual being cast, like you guys mentioned, um, there may may only be so much more time left in that ritual before it's uh, no longer a ritual. Before it's the effects of, yes. I'm not a magic type, but it sounds like the longer we let this go on, the more likely it's going to keep going on without the magic. I think permanency is the thing. I don't think they can. Uh, Maybe if they did something weird, but... We need to stop them continuing this. And we need to find a way to let their control end. And let normal weather reassert itself. I can do that in a small area. I can't do it in a big enough area to deal with this and he'll point at the sky not yet anyway well uh, I guess then we need to find out who's casting it and I think this little snake wench is the only one who might know the answer of where to go from here what makes you think she's going to cooperate there is another potential for getting our abilities I mean, we could take shifts and rest here. That's... Yes, we could. I wasn't planning on leaving anyway. That... I don't... That uh, means that we then need to immediately decide on Zanisha. It also means that whatever protection that we have from the life shell will end... Yes, that would need to be redone. And we'll be subject to the altitude and the cold. And it means that whoever's here gets to carry on doing what they're doing. If we at all can, I really think we shouldn't stop now. On the basis that they amplified what was done. I'm only concerned of the fact that with half of us almost completely drained of... Whatever abilities we have. Marana, you can still do plenty. Even without spells. Fen has his wands. They're not perfect, but they work. I still have spells. Walks, I'm guessing, can probably become that big thing again. I'll just give a thumbs up. Barmy? Uh, Europe hopefully isn't running out of arrows, so... We all just found a bunch more arrows. That too. So. I, I think we can push on. And I think we need to. What's everyone doing on health? I felt better, but I'm alright. I'm a bit down. Down there took a few hits. I could use a top up. Uh, do you want the mathematical answer or the, uh, <laughs> the barman like, let's go answer? Mathematical. There you go. I took a couple love thumps from our friend Barl there while I was hanging on. Gather around, kids. And and most of those were my fault for tactical errors. Uh, yeah, let's let's not wake the serpent lady up while we're doing that, right? Yeah. Or do we want to? Most of the group is injured at, at the very least. I think Marcus is the only one that is unscathed. Everyone else got hit at least once by somebody. Uh, no one's like really, really low. I think the lowest would be Barmy at like a third of his total health left. 
Uh, if you're doing some kind of channel, do we want to use that to uh, try and wake the serpent lady up and see if maybe she'll give us an answer? No. Once she's calmed down and realized? No. She was furious with us before the fight started. I have no illusion that she would be a sudden ally because we spared her life. I just don't like things to die. Oh, no, I never said ally. But uh, I know there's a lot of places in here that smell of death. And if we can find out where she doesn't want to go, uh, that's where we need to go. Okay. She, She is in service to whoever or whatever was doing the rituals. I thought that was Baal or whoever, the the giant on the throne. He's a necromancer, but looking at the things we found on him, nothing stands out as indicating he himself would be behind the the ritual. I mean, he had one of those medallions. Speaking along this line of thought, what have you guys done with that treasure? Because there was a big pile of it. Did you just pull out the magic stuff? Did you dig through it? What What have you done with the treasure stuff so far? Barmy looked at what they pulled out and was, was didn't really get interested and just kept sitting on the snake lady. That's what I did. <laughs> Marana said that she was pulling the stuff. Yeah, when she pulled it out, she would have been sorting through it. Okay. Then I have something for you. Uh, loot within loot. Lootception. Or infoception. Amongst the treasure, you find this note. It reads, Borrow. Latest contact with Tetratinus indicates he has narrowed the search. He believes a human town called Sandpoint could hide what my lord seeks. Tetratinus or however it's pronounced, will lead several of the people, as well as the dragon, on a raid into the town soon. When they return, they may be pursued, and I may need your ogre slaves to aid in Tetratinkas' retreat to Jorgenfist. Be ready to return at my command. M. Uh, knowledge check on Tarantinus. History, local... Nobility. Local. Local, thank God. Are you sharing this with other people? Yes. Okay. Zagby Guide says 22. All right. You don't know anything about this person, but you do recognize the name as being of Stone Giant origin. Okay. So, this letter addressed to Barl that he has received is talking about at least one other stone giant. It mentions a dragon and a raid on Sandpoint. Uh, what about Jorgenfist? Knowledge local. Better. Jorgenfist sounds dwarven. You know that there's dwarven settlements in the Iron Peaks. Maybe the stone giants raided mm-hmm. a dwarven settlement and took it over? Maybe they have help with dwarves. Maybe this came from a dwarf. Who knows who M is? Marana stares at the note for a minute before handing it back around. It says we need to finish our business here and return to Sandpoint in case this is imminent. Yeah, we know for a fact that Bart is not in charge then. Oh, wonderful. 
Yeah, so we need to stop the ritual. Well, let's get this cast out of the way. Right. Walks with birds, casts Cure Light Wounds Mass. Everyone gains 25 hit points back. That is in the range of it. Thank Ooh. you. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that you are not healing Lucretia. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that was shot down real quick. So. And we do also need to figure out what to do with it. She jerks a thumb. That. I mean, I've got her tied in quite a knot. We could leave her here for a bit. <laughs> While we solve our other problems. Yeah. So, the the point I was trying to make, Wax. If we let her go, do you believe under any circumstances she is not going to go and report to her true master and continue the work that she's doing? Has she given any indication? Especially after we've now given her motive to seek revenge on us. Hmm. Well, why would we even let her go? We should take her to pay for her crimes. Uh, the villages that have been raided, the aid in the necromancer. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that you can do without letting her go. If you wish to take her to stand a trial, I'll defer to that decision. Otherwise, if she is as evil as her actions indicate her to be, Evil tends to be selfish. And I'm willing to bank on that selfishness kicking in for a sense of self-preservation. Also, I think when you try to talk to her, her sister was no more than an hour dead. Correct. Not a lot of time to heal those wounds. Hopefully death brings her to some, uh, some sense. More than that, she willingly has a tattoo of the symbol on her. How do you know it's willing? She confirmed as much the last time we met when we spoke to her. She had it and she confirmed she knew exactly what it was. Oh, so this is not her first time being evil. No, she with you. she she also engineered the attack on the fort. She engineered the attack on the fort. She tried to invite us to come meet with her boss. Uh, she was responsible for the deaths of everyone in the gambling barge on Turtleback Ferry that she ran. Hmm. So her sister was here. Who's to say what other pressures were upon her? Her sister ran the murder cult that we ended in Magnamar. The point being, her family may be at risk. What would you do for your family? My family is already dead. Her sister was willingly running the murder cult. She, by all appearances, was willingly compelling the murder of... I don't know how many people died or will die because of the flooding... Well, we can assume... I don't believe she is compelled. I don't believe she is innocent. You can ask her if you want. I don't feel there's any... I'm not saying she's innocent. She was talking about serving her master. Yes, maybe she's compelled. Maybe. We all have masters. That's a stretch. The point is, we don't know the whole picture. Well, uh... 
Then neither here nor there. What picture do you see where anything happens to her other than her being a threat to somebody somewhere sometime? We're all threats to someone sometime. Look what we just did. They attacked first. Okay, what do we do with her? I've I've said my position on this. I hope uh, she will want to live. And if she is as selfish as she her actions seem to make her out to be, then she will prefer to live elsewhere. Do I know? No. Hardly anyone knows what tomorrow will bring. So you want to wait to talk to her and see what her position is? Given all that came down here, I don't think any of us can reasonably expect to get through to her. So... Probably not, no. I'm not sure that's a wise course of action either. Well, then we should just take her to face the law after we deal with the problems here. Let them handle it. That's an option. Like I said, I'll defer to that. That's fine. But if she doesn't have to die today, then I don't want her to. I think there's other things in this mountain that need to die today besides her. Or at least be stopped, yes. Morana says nothing and is already walking down the back down the corridor. I will follow that lead. Right, let's load this stuff up into the bag of holding. Bring it with us. That way we don't have to come back. If there's any um, overflow, I'll uh, put my handy haversack as a temporary store. Yeah, and I've got roughly quite a bit of carrying I could also do. <laughs> yeah, so so we pick up the, the loot, basically. Take mm-hmm. it with us. I love mule backwards. <laughs> okay. Someone is bringing her. You're welcome to it. And she just keeps walking. I will check on her one more time. Like... Does she have fast healing? Is she only playing, being unconscious? So forth and so on. She is still unconscious. Her condition does not seem to have changed. Okay. I will use all of the rope I had left on her, so I marked it off my sheet. (laughs) I'm satisfied. 50 feet of rope. (laughs) All right. You guys were heading back into the cave system. This um, ogre home? Giant home? Not really quite understood what this place is yet. Yeah, but you're heading back in to explore it, so continue. Well, there was quite a few areas. We already noticed there was the area that smelled of death with the long hallway down. There was a couple of the smaller caves that led to other places we didn't explore with noises. Uh, where would you like to start? I assume Barmy is saying that to Marana because you were walking ahead with Marana. The rest of the group kind of lagging behind. Adjacent. Okay. Uh, that's... I... Hmm. 
I'm not sure. Hey, Fen, are you coming? Oh, yeah, I'm coming. I'm sorry. The group progresses down through the tunnels. Eric, Bo at the ready. The rest of the group just sauntering down, or are you guys being cautious as you progress? Uh, for this area, I'm just walking. I feel fairly confident. Yeah, for the areas that we know we've we dealt with a lot of things, not as cautious. If we start to explore a new area, that's where definitely I will attempt to be more stealthy, even though I can't see shite. <laughs> as they get back down to all the intersections, Marana will lag behind and let other people take the lead. All right. Uh, so from this area up here, you have two directions that you have not yet explored thoroughly, north and south. Yeah. Uh, north was just a pit, right? You're not sure. No. Uh, the west oh. of this area, you've definitely fully explored as far as you're concerned. Yeah. And uh, Barmy thinks that he has fully explored the east. Well, there was some mm-hmm. of those caves in the back that seemed to lead other ways, but they were very tiny caves. We heard noises from back there, like uh, tinkering. Almost sounded like Blacksmith's Forge. Yeah, you deduced that those were all mine shafts. Yeah. That's what that sound was. Got it. Okay. Yeah, like there might be a few people back in there mining. Maybe ogres squeezing through those tunnels. But not likely to be what we're needing to find. Uh, Not likely, no. So, north or south, which direction are you headed? North was the direction of the smell of death. As lovely as that path smells, that might be an indication of where what we need might be found. Thanks. Yeah. Mommy, were you wanting to scout again? I don't mind, but I can't see. So if we do, uh, they may find me first. <laughs> is that a thing you think you're good at doing? Oh, I'm quite sneaky. Aside from, you know, drawing attention to myself with a lantern, if uh, if I don't want to be found, I won't be found. Okay. Come here. And the rest who can't see in the dark, gather around. Think I can do this? And you'll see Marcus reach into what's apparently thin air and pull out a fairly hefty tome with what looks like a scene of, of like nighttime stars on the cover, and he starts flipping through it. Yes, that, 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 that. Also, uh, quick side question while you're casting whatever you're casting. Um, mm-hmm. How long was the duration on your bark skin that you cast on me earlier? Ten minutes per level, so more than an hour. Okay, I'm just trying to get an so, idea of how long that lasts. And the bless is one minute per level? Yeah, so given what we were doing, the conversation and the looting and what have you, I'm assuming the bless is gone by now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the bark skin should still be up. 
uh, yeah, I just wouldn't have the bonus from the bless to my fear rolls. That's all. That's fine. Ah, uh, right. Okay. So Marcus will close the book, hesitate for a moment, and then you'll see him stow it in his backpack. And then, Fen, are you joining us? Yep. Okay. Uh, we'll cast Communal Dark Vision. And it gives everyone 60 foot dark vision? It does, yes. For four people, split. Uh, so for two hours and change each. So that'll run out after all the other buffs by a good margin. I like it. Really good. I will dismiss uh, light. I will stow my ever-burning torch. And I will take away my iron stone. Yeah, if we're going to be sneaky, let's be sneaky. Mm-hmm. Now, which way do you want me to sneak? <laughs> now, that is a good question. Well, I think I'll check the area that doesn't smell of death first, personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's reasonable. You merely were casted into the dark vision. Morana was born in it. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. Uh, Barmy has rolled stealth. Yeah, just let me know when I need to stop moving for anything. Yep, will do. Or anytime I need to r- r- roll. Uh-huh. You can whisper the description to me if you want. <laughs> No, I was just making sure it was on Never Whisper. Never Whisper Nights. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Barmy, you, you made it to the top of the stairs, looked in there, and saw three hags around a cauldron. They did not seem to notice you as you quickly made a retreat. Mm-hmm. Give me another stealth check as you... Uh, as <laughs> I hit my oh shit button? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they don't notice you leaving either. Oof. You... Okay, so... um, You, you mentioned a, something earlier about people casting, and um, I think I found three of them. They don't look like ogres or giants, and you, you said they were around a cauldron? Yeah. The foul-smelling cave is cluttered with an appalling amount of body parts, dead animals, spoiled food, and filth. But most hideous is what bubbles and cooks in a huge cauldron over a sputtering fire in a nook in the north. The cavern is the foul redoubt of the Sisters of the Hook, a coven of Anna's hags. What would I need to roll to know that that's what they are? So I could uh, liberate that to them. I believe it is a knowledge local. Are they humanoid? They are monstrous humanoid, yeah. I think is a different skill. Is it? It might be a dungeoneering then. If it's not local or geography, take four off that roll. <laughs> uh, it's nature for monstrous humanoids. 
Ah. You do identify an Anis Hag, and you get one question about what they are. Would Barmy know that they are potentially the cause of the weather problem? That's what I would want to know. If that's a que- if that's a question, <laughs> I'm not used to actually identifying things in Pathfinder. So if that's not a question, and someone else has a better question, I'll ask that. <laughs> uh, the repulsive hunchback crone has skin the color of fresh bruises. Despite their hunch, they loom taller than a normal human. You know that a coven of hags can control weather. That'll answer okay. your question. Uh, well, that means I think I found a problem. Um, if you'd like, we might be able to try and sneak closer and ambush them before they are aware. They're definitely down there doing something. And I think they are the problem. There's three of them. They're hags and the hunchback and the uglier than the snake ladies. Oh, okay. I lag behind because I'm clumsy. Uglier than you? Well, everything's uglier than me, darling. <laughs> hey. That's everything, not everyone. <laughs> so thoughts, do we want to go back in and ambush them or go in loud and proud? It does sound like our goal. It does. Loud and proud? No, I think we should surprise them. And then you'll... I, I could definitely sneak back up on them. And then you'll come in behind me loud and proud once I ambush them. I mean, sure. I'll just lag behind because I'm clumsy. I can help with that if needed, but... Wait, Barmy. Barmy, I'm wait. not good at stealth. <laughs> Has Barmy just disappeared off? Uh, no, not not that far. Actually? While stealthing, I only have 20, so I'm right here. Kind of still at the mouth of the door cave going, what, what? Barmy, hold off a minute. We need to do some things first. Okay. That's going to be very narrow, so... Uh, Marcus will start by casting Reduce Person on down there. Now, we can also... Send someone in there with you. I prepared invisibility today. Interesting. So even someone who's not stealthy can... I have a potion of invisibility if that helps anyone. I mean, I could put it on Dalmer and you can have him with you. And someone else can drink the potion. All right, all right. Uh, Wax, would you like it? Uh, sure. That could help with the surprise attack. Fen hands over the potion. Hey, Barmy. Did you notice any bodies by the hags? Lots. Quite a few. Really? I didn't really stop to ask their names or check their facial features, but there was thing. As soon as I saw the hags, I kind of scurried out. Okay. Uh, they were definitely there, just not sure who or what it was. Right. 
I think I have a good opening uh, maneuver, as it were. Okay. You mean as a surprise? Yes. I don't know. Turning into a giant lizard was kind of surprising. <laughs> oh, that is not my only trick. Yeah, uh, Marcus will uh, activate Pearl of Power. Uh, so you'll see him pulling out a small pearl that he uh, basically keeps tied to his wrist and speaking quietly to it. While people are casting things and getting preparing, Barmy will take a quick chug of a drink and then seal it and put it back in his bag. All right, I'm ready. I'll also uh, prep or cast, I mean, a uh, greater magic fang. Okay, and then Marcus will cast Bless on everyone again. I'm ready if you are. Okay. Are we ready? Think so. Uh, Marcus will cast uh, invisibility on down there. Since he identified what's up there, I can roll the like figure out what I know about it, right? Sure. Knows now is local? Nature. Nature, sorry. Well, monstrous humanoids are nature? They are, yes. Shit, I did not catch that. Ooh. Uh, Finn's got some, uh, <laughs> some, <laughs> some insight on the situation. Yeah. Um, I will also instruct Dalmir to guard Barmy. Uh, Finn rolled a nat 20. And... We'll get four questions. Walks with birds, we'll get four questions. And Marana will get two questions. Uh, Marcus also gets two. Marcus got a rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's a, <laughs> a trio of ironstones orbiting him at the moment, so. Dawes make it just making a Charlie Brown Halloween reference. Fair. So, who's asking what? We got a bunch of questions, so if no one else has anything better, best save and worst save for my two. Good. Uh, best save is Fort, uh, worst save is Tide for the other two. Okay. Special attacks. They can rend. That sounds painful. Yeah, they get a bite and two claw attacks. If they hit with both claw attacks, they then get a rend attack to follow it up. That's just rude. Immunities? None. That's me done. Let's get the ever-famous ecology. Yeah. <laughs> That question always makes me laugh. 
It's a good question, too. There's so much information in there, usually. Mm-hmm. Also known as black hags, or iron hags, anis hags are the largest and most physically intimidating of their foul brood. Known for their iron-hard, wart-covered skin that varies from shades of deep blue to black, and their claws like rusty blades. Anis hags forgo much of the cunning and deceptiveness of their kind to revel in the more visceral evils of torture and slaughter. The typical anis hag stands just over eight feet tall and weighs upwards of 300 pounds. Dwelling in dark caves, tangled hollows, and cursed ruins, deep within frozen swamps or icy moors, anis hags stalk forth by night to sow fear and hunt the unwary. Although possessed of cunning minds, anis prove more decadent than most other hags, frequently indulging in their tastes for living flesh and the music of pleading screams. Unlike green hags, they use their ability to assume humanoid form via alter self not to infiltrate society, but to lure victims into a false sense of security before attacking, often posing as travelers in need of aid or pilgrims seeking to share a camp. Anis hags find the flesh of children, young animals, and the pure of heart particularly pleasing, both for the tenderness of such meals and for the sorrow such murders spread. After gorging themselves, these hags delight in stripping the skin from their victims, often garbing themselves in the grisly trophies. They are also known to retain and even preserve identifiable portions of their victims, such as heads, for later use in spreading misery. An anise who eats the children of a local farmer might keep the heads, or at least the faces, handy to return to the victim's parents, for example, often in the guise of an anonymous gift. The most insidious of anisags present these gifts in ways that implicate friends or family in the victim's death. Like most hags, anise sometimes join covens of their repulsive sisters, Though many prove resistant to such cooperation, they are particularly unlikely to join covens that already include other anis. Though groups of related anis, typically horrible triplets, are not unknown. A typical anis coven consists of one anis leader along with two green hags, or sometimes even a witch or two. Anis covens often seek to recruit additional creatures as guardians and are particularly fond of trolls and ogres for such roles. Okay, so what I'm picking up from that is they are utterly malicious and enemies of just peaceful existence. Typical HD? Seven. What about special attacks? Rind. Oh, that's the only one? Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. I asked special attacks, didn't I? You, you did. Yeah, you did. Yep. Um, and then it was repeated. Okay. Special defenses? Yeah, you know that there's both spell resistance and damage resistance. And damage resistance. Okay. I'll share my, my wisdom. <laughs> So that just means you got to hit them more. Oh, do we get an indication as to what type the damage resistance is? No. It was not specifically requested. 
Okay. Well, we know what one of Fen's questions should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we? <laughs> Everyone but Fen does. <laughs> yeah. DR type. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh, what am I supposed to ask now? What, what's left? <laughs> okay, let's go with DR type then so we know what, what they're resistant to. Uh, you need bludgeoning to bypass their DR. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Piercing and slashing will not do it. You need to bludgeon them to not have it DR'd. Curse breaker, go. <laughs> okay, what else can I ask? It's, it seems like it's all like spent. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, because I don't know what uh, all... What about languages, maybe? Uh, languages? Spell-likes? Maybe? Yeah. Senses. Given that Fen was specifically asking about the DR, do we know the, the number of the DR? I never tell that. Oh, okay. I never tell the number. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. Sure. Uh, spells? Alone, they can just do Alter Self and Fog Cloud. In a coven, they get coven spells. Sounds nasty. Yeah, let's look up coven spells. I'm fairly certain we've had that list before, because that's how we found out about control weather. Yeah, but I need to pull it up because I, I might need it again. Also, you need to know what they can cast at us. Y exactly. Uh, okay, so... Coven spells, animate dead, baleful polymorph, blight, bestow curse... Claire audience, clairvoyance, charm monster, commune, control weather, dream, force cage, mind blank, mirage arcana, reincarnate, speak with dead, veil, and vision. Mm -hmm. To cast a coven spell, all three members of the coven, or minimum of three mem uh, members of a coven, must be within ten feet of each other, and all three of them work together to cast the spell. They must all take full round actions to take part in this form of cooperative magic. All coven spells are spell-like abilities that function at caster level ninth, or at the highest caster level available to the most powerful hag in the coven. So they need all three of them to be able to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that invisibility potion? Has that been spoken for? Uh, Walks with birds took it. Okay. Yeah. Once things kick off, I'll be close behind. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. You'll get quite the alert. <laughs> All right. So I had two questions left then. Yes. Uh, AC. You're looking for around twenty. Mm-hmm. Let's just do touch also. Uh, cut that in half. Mm, okay. Yep, that's my questions. Do we have anyone with questions left? I think Fen was last. I can try, but I... I mean, if you want to roll, go for it. <laughs> oh, you didn't roll. Okay. If you're trained in knowledge nature... But I think my... Knowledge nature is... My knowledge nature was low, too, but I did all right. 
As long as you've got at least one skill point in there, you're fine. Well, you definitely did. Okay. Uh, that will get you two questions. But I still don't know what to ask. Uh, things that have not been asked about are uh, if they're good at specific combat maneuvers, uh, what languages they might speak, uh, what their speed is, uh, forms of mobility, vision, or perceptions. Oh, that's actually a good question about vision. Um, can they see invisibility? Uh, that's just a suggestion, not me asking. It's not my question. That can be one of my questions. Okay. They have normal senses, uh, but also have dark vision. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, did we ask what the rend actually does? Yeah, we know. Oh, okay. It's just there was so much that happened, my brain Basically already forgot. Basically an extra attack that does some funky damage. Something maybe to do with bleeding, possibly? That's what it sounds like. <clears throat> mm. yeah, it's only if both of their claw attacks hit. Yeah. I think the only question we have left, really, is, is what was their movement speeds, maybe? I yeah, mean, basically, we already got the biography on hags. <laughs> What's their speed, their movement speed? They can move at 40 feet. So, what, uh, per standard... month or per hour? Or... <laughs> no, per like you, your movement is like 30, typically for a, a medium-sized humanoid. Their and speed is 40. 40. Yeah, okay. So it, it is very difficult to outrun them. Is what that means. Uh, Barmy, being smaller, has uh, shorter legs, does not move as fast. Definitely would not win a foot race. Except I have the fleet-footed racial trait instead. So ah. I actually have 30. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Look at them legs yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am nimbly bimbly. <laughs> hmm. Uh-huh. If you didn't have that, how fast would you move that? I, I, I would go half as fast as a hag. <laughs> I would go 20 if I didn't have that. Do you think we're ready? All of you guys? I think so. I am. So do I need to roll stealth to go back in now? <laughs> Stack up, breach, bang, and clear. I will ask a question. we got about a half hour left. Do you want to start this combat and then probably end in the middle of it, or do you want to wait to start it at the next session? I want to see how much damage we can do in a half hour. <laughs> okay, let's start it off. That's my vote. I'm not everybody, though. I'm game if you are. I'm good for it. Yep, yeah. same here. Let's go. Er. All right, uh, we're going to just go ahead and get into the turn order. Uh, you guys aren't going to be in it yet. I'm just... Mm -hmm. That way we know it's going. Yeah, baby. Good rolls, finally. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to read about these uh, hags. Briselda is a hulking, hump-backed hag with oversized talons sprouting from her stumpy arms. Grothaga is a tall and thin, 
similar to a skeleton wrapped in ugly purple flesh and a sagging white robe. Lorishtin's face is a mass of pustules, warts the size of gold pieces, and craters that weep ooze. She is squat and fat with bulbous breasts that hang almost to her knees. These sisters do see each other for the horrors that they are, but in their madness, they see their own reflections as pure loveliness. The epitome of beauty. <laughs> Things ready to kick this off? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Barmy, Dalmir, and Walks with the Birds all sneak into this cave. Invisibility. I'm not going to make you roll checks due to the invisibility giving a plus 40 on the the check. Yeah, I don't have vision from Dalmir. So Dalmir will basically be sticking next to Barmy. Okay. I'm the only one that's not invisible. Oh, you're not but, invisible. But I, but I rolled a 40. <laughs> it's plus 20 when moving, plus 40 when stationary. But, My 37 yeah. is with the uh, 20 only. Yeah, and Dalmir's 36 is with the the bonus of the 20 as well. Yes, return to my side. My team, yes. <laughs> it's okay, I actually rolled a 40 without being invisible. <laughs> but I might as I, well be. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh dear. What a shame. Uh... Because they notice the sound of the claws clacking up the steps from Dalmir. Uh, they, they, one of them dead, uh, Grathalga, will stop and turn and look. It, something alerted them, but they can't see anything there. So, shrugs and goes back to doing what she's doing. Um, a side question because we, you know, rarely level up in the middle of a dungeon because hitting 11 gave me six level spells uh, would I have access to those in this? Oh yeah Oh Okay Oh yeah we've done that before mid dungeon I Yeah I couldn't remember I didn't remember that either The, the last time that, we did that, that mid stuff. The last time we did that mid dungeon we really really needed the spell slot so Furtive said yes and a uh, Apparently, he's still saying yes, so... It's set a precedent. Let's go with it. I'm, I'm a benevolent GM. Hmm. Do I sure. need to remind you? I don't think I do, but I still have to, so I don't know. That's... Well, I can also do some shit now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. All right, we ready? Yep, I'm good. Explosion of rot. Okay, what does this do? You call forth a burst of decay that ravages all creatures in the area, even non-living creatures such as constructs and undead crumble or wither in this malignant eruption of rotting energy. Creatures in the area of effect take 1d6 points of damage per caster level, maximum 15, and are staggered for 1d4 rounds. Oh, shit. Uh, reflex for half and negate the stagger. Um, They're not plant creatures by chance, are they? Oh, they are not. Okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. Reflexes three times. 
two nat ones and a potential save. That does save, actually. And the two fails are staggered for four rounds. Oh, staggered's the real bad one. Staggered is so brutal. Especially for casters. Well, they can still take an action to cast, but they ain't casting coven spells. And it requires a full round from all three. Yep. 36 points of damage to all of them? Or the one that saved uh, takes half? And then damage. half. Correct. Okay. Uh, so 23. No. That wow, that's nowhere close to half. Eighteen. Thank you. <laughs> and my mind froze and I went blank. Um All good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well I guess the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Barmy doing anything? Um Is it actually my turn, or is, uh, do I still have... Uh, We're not actually in turns right now. It's just, do you um, want... I'm going to try and move closer into the room before they before they notice me. <laughs> All right. If possible. <laughs> move in. You doing a double move? You, you running and doing a full charge in? What, what, what's happening here? Uh, yeah, why not? I will charge at the one in the back, if I can. If possible. Sure. Hello! <laughs> but the whole staggered explosion thing kind of changed my idea of stuff. <laughs> uh, you've charged. Roll your attack. Sweet. Oh. That hits. Would Dalme be attacking as well, or would he just be moving with Balmy? He's just moving with Balmy. Balmy has not been attacked, so no, nothing's happening. Yeah. I meant to try and use a stunning fist on that attack, but I forgot, so I'm just going to do it next time. Mm. All right, so you deal 21 points of damage. Correct, sir. Yep, and bludgeoning, except for the acid. All right, Uruk, you had also moved up just behind them mm-hmm. when this all kicked off. What would you like to do? I will try my luck with my icy burst longbow on the hag on my left. All right, shooting at Grthaga. One of the ugly ones. Grthaga. Yes. Oh man, nat one. It would have hit if it wasn't a nat one. Rats. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. Damn it. Those all miss. Now, those of you left back in the uh, chamber, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. yeah. the, the the connecting passageway, whatever you want to call this, are you doing anything as soon as you hear? The action kickoff. 
Uh, Morano would be moving up. Okay. Yeah, same with Fen. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and do join, it. Join the fray. Uh, let me. I gotta measure this. Yeah, the nature explosion was definitely a good, a good cue. <laughs> Just for a point of clarification, that was very much not natural. It was, it was a necromancy, fell, evil, ugly spell. And this is why Barmy doesn't do magic. Mm-hmm. He only knows how to make himself disappear. Is this square here clear? I can't see. Well, I guess I'll just... Yeah, right about there. Okay. First of that looks like it's crossing the walls. Is that still a valid move or not? Yeah, that's valid. You're fine. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we got it. We, we got it. Time for at least one round. Let's see what happens. Barmy, start us off. Fantastic. All right. So I imagine since I'm going first, that these this lady is still already still flat-footed. That's that's how that works in Pathfinder, right? Y- yeah. It, we don't actually do okay. surprise rounds because surprise rounds aren't real rounds, and there's Fair. a lot of weirdness with them. But, yeah, you're good. That's what I do, and this will be using up four of my stunning fists. Oh, doesn't matter anyways, because I think I hit. I missed every single one. And that is the correct. Flat-footed. You, you, well, flat-footed, right. The AC is different. Yeah, they would still be flat-footed because they haven't acted in combat. So. Correct. Uh, still none of them hit. Great. That's cool. That's all right. I did do it defensively to boost my AC for the next round. That's okay. That's my own choice, and that's why I'm paying for it. <laughs> yes. Marmy has just done a nifty little dance in front of this hag. Adorable. Remind me to buy him a tutu. <laughs> I'm already wearing my robe. I will get lucky this time on the same hag. Nice. Uh, yes. Uh, all three hit. Of course they did. Wow. 38 points of damage. Uh, okay. Don't say that. Oh, yeah, you're not using the icy burst macro. That's why. So is the damage wrong? Uh, yeah. Roll another 3d6. So the actual cold damage that they're doing uh, isn't factored into that attack. So you've got another 3d6 damage on top. Which is good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's 42 points of damage. 44. Doesn't matter. (laughs) That felt good. (laughs) For you. (laughs) Uh, killing Grithaga felt good, huh? Okay. Marana. Uh, hmm. Well. Either of those I use probably would be in the area of effect of, so that's not going to happen, so. Same team! Same team! Let's move here. And, uh, get a will save from this one. 
Not enough. Mine's two to AC. For nine rounds, yeah. Yeah, for ever until dead. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, she can't do anything. Marcus. Staggered can still take either standard or move action. Yep. Oh. Okay. Uh, she begins pleading for her life. Spare us! Spare us! No, no, don't! Let us live! Request denied. Uh, Marcus. I'm assuming she's entirely genuine that she doesn't want to be killed? Uh, yeah. Is there anything else going on there? Uh, one of the sisters is dead. One's begging for her life. The other one has been punched by Barney. No, I, I meant sense motive-wise. Is it just fear for a life that appears to be motivating her, or is there any uh, hint of deception? No hint of deception. She appears to be very cowardly. Laristine begging for her life. Well, as long as you don't kill her, you can ask her questions later. <laughs> I think Marcus is going to move into the room a bit, just so that we're not all, like, bunched up together. Marcus is going to be ready to cast a spell if the one that's pleading takes any offensive action. Okay. Brazelda also throws her hands up. Don't, don't kill us! We we were just about to abandon these Kriegs. We, we, we were plotting our our escape when you barged in and slaughtered our sister. Walks with birds. Are they full of BS, by the way? <laughs> no. Don't expect much mercy. And he will recount the the horrors that their type is known for from uh, their ecology and then he will study them to measure their response they, they look between each other and look back at you and it's not us we stay we stay in the mountain we don't hurt anyone the spells you've been casting have endangered an entire region we were forced forced you've hurt hundreds not our will not our will Say, spare us well, does my sense motive get anything particularly out of that not our will part? They seem to be telling the truth. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if they, if they legitimately take strides not to hurt people, and they... Hmm. Uh, Warren? Nope. Uh, Finn will fire off from the Wand of Scorching Ray. At this one. Ben the Ruthless. Uh, just, nope. <laughs> okay. Don't want to hear it. Uh, Can Marana try to interrupt this? I'm contemplating the same. Uh, I'm going to say over your shoulder, you see Finn pull the, the wand and start to do the movements. I, I'll give you a reflex save to stop his hand before he can complete it. Can I also try? 
I, I, I will allow, because this would go right between both of your heads. Right. Do I roll anything? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Mer- oh, sorry. That should that should have been plus six. I misread. So that should have been a 17. All right. A 17 will hit. It uh, was going with a DC 15 to like, just catch his wrist enough to stop the, the activation movement. Mm. All right, you don't totally stop like the movement, but it's enough to interrupt the like the full motion for the cast, right? So you're not like grabbing onto or anything; you just block it enough to interrupt. Well, Fen will be taken aback a little bit by this. At this point, we're technically out of combat because they are not fighting back, and unless you guys are initiating combat again, they they have fully surrendered. Do you accept their surrender? And, and do you want to go into like an RP session now? Or are we staying in combat? Are more people still hostile? I mean, based on all the sense motives before and that one, it's like, are they actually being truthful about not doing all the things that they normally do? Wax is tentatively accepting of their surrender. He's extremely skeptical given their kind's history, and especially given their surrounds here, he can't believe they're innocent at all. But the the power of the the coven seems to be interrupted. This is true. They need a minimum of three for a coven, and you have slain one of the three. I'm assuming Fen is probably going to want to say something to Marana. I think, you know, narrative-wise for the series. A perfect ending for this session would be Finn Warren going, nah, fuck that, and Marana going, knock it off. <laughs> and Finn just being like, huh? Okay. I'm with that, and I'm going to say that we are now officially out of rounds. Mm-hmm. You are no longer in combat, technically. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whether or not you are still hostile or, or not towards these individuals, they have given up their fight. Uh, Barmy, as you were looking around trying to determine if they have a sense of truth to this, uh, there are carcasses of humanoids here, but no children. There are far more animal and small animal carcasses here than humanoids as well. So there's a potential that maybe they're telling the truth. That they don't do the atrocities that most of their kind is so renowned for. If they are actually surrendering and put their hands up, I'm going to point at the humanoid-looking corpses. I'm going to grab onto what looks like clothing on this hag and point and say, is that you? Or is that the ogres? Did you need that for what they were forcing you to do? Or this was just for your own hunger? Gifts from the ogres gifts from the ogres alive or dead gifts dead dead already dead you notice as you're pointing at the carcass there's an insignia patch of a black arrow on on this body and that is where we will end Hmm. okay 
I wouldn't say your sense motive is actually completely terrible there, Finn. It's just... <laughs> it's been like that for three rolls now. <laughs> I, I, it's usually like this. It's it's very it, in character. But you are too. sensing it, though. Sense I rolled utter shit for my sense motive. Not as bad as me. <laughs> I, I, it was harder for Barbie to determine, do I hit him? D- d- uh, are we? Is, is Finn going to kill him? As Marana? What, what do I do? And that's the hardest part for Barbie. He's like, give me an excuse! <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, Vic was right as well because uh, Fen was just fired up and didn't really believe them and just wanted to end it all just to get this over with. So, yeah, he would have been a little taken aback when. Is, is Fen Warren okay? That's a very in character question to ha- be had next week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It Fair is. enough, guys. <laughs> That's all the time we have for now. To learn more about the show, the cast, etc., head over to wayward-expeditions.com.